Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about the importance of plugging in to communities. And this is especially very important for freelance writers and copywriters uh, that work from home. And 99% of us work from home. And the problem with working from home is that although most writers love it, I love working from home. It's wonderful not to have to commute to a office and work for a, a boss and, and a real job. It's nice to work from home. But it can be very isolating. In fact, I have to admit, there's been many times in my career over the past 20 years of working from home where I became a a bit of a hermit, (laughs) where I hardly ever left the house. And that's not a good thing. So a cure for that is to become part of communities and to plug into those communities and become active in those communities. And these days, it's a lot easier than it was when I started in the 1990s because we have the internet, we have Facebook, we have online groups. There's many ways we can do it virtually. But uh, it is important that you, you plug in to communities of your peers, communities of other writers and copywriters and marketers, and also communities of your target audience, of the industries that you target. That's important too. So in keeping with the spirit of this topic, I didn't want to talk about it alone. (laughs) I wanted to talk about it with someone else. After all, I'm talking about plugging into communities. So I invited a uh, fellow copywriter named Rob Marsh. Now, Rob Marsh, uh, let me give you a quick introduction. Uh, He's been a copywriter for as long as I have, since the uh, early to mid-1990s. He worked in-house and through a major advertising agency. And he's also worked freelance over those years as well. These days, he's still at it. He has a website called brandstoryonline.com, where he works for a wide range of of clients. And he also has created his own online community on Facebook. He did this uh, in partnership with uh, Kara Hug called the Copywriter Club. And I'm a member of that club as well. It's one of many Facebook groups that are serving as communities that copywriters and B2B writers and content writers can be a part of. Uh, The Copywriter Club is one of them. AWAI has many such groups. And of course, B2B Writing Success has a Facebook group as well. So there's a lot of options for you here to plug into communities. And I wanted to invite Rob on the podcast to... uh, just share some of his experiences and thoughts and insights into the importance of being a part of communities, not just a community of your peers, which is very important, but also a community of your clients as well. So without further ado, here is my interview with Rob Marsh. Well, thanks, Rob, and thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, Steve. I'm thrilled to be here. Now, what I wanted to pick your brain about is this whole idea of plugging into communities as a freelance copywriter. I know you've been a freelance copywriter and, a, and a in staff, uh, an in-house copywriter, in fact, for many, many, many years. You have a lot of experience. 
And I have been at this for uh, a couple of decades myself. And one of the traps I know that freelance copywriters can get into is becoming a bit of a hermit. I mean, most of us work alone at home in a home office and, and we're, it's a, it can be a very lonely job and it's very easy to uh, feel and be very isolated. And I think that's one of the reasons why plugging into some communities uh, is very important to a freelance copywriter. Do you agree with that? And I could not agree more uh, with that. I think the biggest mistake that new copywriters, especially, but even copywriters who've been doing this for a long time, the biggest mistake that they make is that they are isolated and they don't reach out for help from a community sooner than they usually do. Yeah, and there's so many options today to do that. Uh, I remember when I started in the early 1990s, of course, the internet wasn't really that popular back then, so uh, I, I felt very isolated, and it was so nice to find another copywriter in the next town. I just happened upon him, and we kind of chatted and became friends. These days, there's so many other, other options, but let's talk about the types of, of communities, and I know one that you're very involved with yourself, Rob, is helping copywriters plug into a community of peers. I know you have a very popular Facebook group on that. Um, tell us about uh, the importance of that and plugging into uh, a community of other copywriters and other creative professionals. Yeah, so let me start with a little bit of my story and how that uh, Facebook group came to be. A couple of years ago, you know, I had moved away from a software company that I'd founded and sold and was ready to start uh, back into copywriting. It's what I've always loved. It's what I do best. And as I started to do that, I found a mastermind group and decided to join not knowing exactly what it was going to be, but after you know having worked by myself as a freelancer for you know so long, connected with this group and it was game changing for me. And because of that experience and some experiences that I had afterwards, uh, the opportunity came to start what we called the Copywriter Club with my partner Kira Hug, and it started as a Facebook group with a podcast. And we wanted to create a space where people could just have that same kind of an experience, maybe not on the high level that we did in a mastermind group, but where writers could come together, share stories, get feedback, you know, all those kinds of things that you can do when you're connected with a group that you can't do alone. And so that's why we set that up. And we're certainly not the only group out there that does this kind of a thing. There's, there's lots of ways to do that, but it has been, I think, changed, change, game changing for a lot of the writers that are in that group because they can get in and again, share stories, problems, get feedback, and just communicate with a bunch of other people who are going through the same stuff that they're going through. Yeah, and Facebook is a great place to find these groups, isn't it? You have your group, which is very popular. I know with uh, B2B Writing Success, we have a Facebook group. And also one of the uh, courses that I, I teach for AWAI, we developed a Facebook group for, for students and participants of that course. And, and, and people can log in, and it's a private group, so they can, they're free to say what they want to say. And, and it, it turns into a great community, community. And there's a lot of people who make friends there, make important contacts there. So Facebook is a great place to start to be searching for some of these uh, groups. And it doesn't necessarily have to be groups of copywriters. Uh, it can be groups of um, content writers, of freelance writers, of creative professionals in the industries that you target. So there's many different variations of, uh, of, of communities that you can plug into. And you can find a lot of these groups on on Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, there are probably, you know, a dozen really good groups on Facebook for writers. There are 
there are three or four dozen. Some of them are a little quiet, you know, they're smaller, but there are definitely more than one group in Facebook where writers can get together, communicate and, you know, get all of those benefits of, you know, a, a group of peers uh, without necessarily sitting in the same room with everybody. Now, besides the benefits of uh, just community and, and, chatting and 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 not feeling so lonely as a freelance copywriter what are some of the real bottom line business benefits of plugging into a community of peers that that you've uh, that you've experienced yeah so i think you've talked about relationships in a recent podcast steve but relationships is the number one thing and talking about you know forming actual personal friendships where you may end up you know doing critiques for each other which helps on the business side but one of the things that i found with the relationships that i've developed with several writers is that they share leads i have personally had projects worth you know tens of thousands of dollars come from other writers that i've connected with in different groups that weren't a good fit for them or they were overloaded or you know some other reason that they couldn't do it that they you know pushed on a lead or referred someone to me and said, Hey, can you help this person? Is this something that's, you know, in your wheelhouse? Is this the kind of work that you do? And it was a good fit for me. And so developing those kinds of relationships can actually have a very good monetary result. It's not just about, you know, friendship and, you know, hanging out with someone around a water cooler. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that happens to me all the time. I, I, I get leads that aren't a good fit for me. So I share them with people in my network and I also receive leads the, the same way. And uh, another benefit of this is when, when you get a lead from a potential client that you're not a good fit for, or perhaps you're not available for the project, um, it really helps that you can tell that client, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm connected with a, a, a network of other copywriters who are very good. I'd be happy to pass on your lead to, to a couple of people that I think are a good fit. And it makes you look really good in front of that client. Absolutely. Because because that client may not have been a good fit for you now, or, or you may not be available to work with them now, but that may change in the future. So it, it just, it has so many, so many benefits being able to, to do that. I also find it really comforting <laughs> to be able to uh, connect with another copywriter and just chat about an issue I'm having or a problem I'm having, or I got a new type of project that I'm a little unfamiliar with. Can I pick your brain right. about it? And when you have a network of peers that you trust and you can talk to, uh, that's really beneficial, I find. Exactly. I've had the experience where I will share a sales page that I've written with two or three of the writers that I'm connected with. And the feedback that I get from them improves my copy and the results that I get for the client immensely. And so just having, again, people to bounce things off of can be a huge benefit for your business. And by the way, uh, Facebook groups aren't the only place where you can find these groups. There are live groups. There's a lot of writers associations, a lot of marketing associations. I know I've been involved with um, uh, a couple of groups in the AMA, the American Marketing Association. They have a chapter here in, in Toronto and Canada. And also uh, a couple of professional writers associations as well. So uh, there, there's some there's some live membership associations that can also be a great source of networking. Yeah, I think a, a lot of the power of these groups is when you actually take those relationships offline. And so, you know, people that you may have met within your group and you, you're traveling to a, a different city and you're doing some kind of a meetup, that kind of a thing, getting that personal face-to-face -face experience just uh, intensifies and makes those relationships stronger. You're absolutely right. Having a coffee and lunch with someone face-to-face, -face, uh, it's great. Um, yeah. One, one uh, new thing that's coming up, and to be honest with you, Rob, I don't know if you know much about it. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I've talked to some people about it, but I wanted to mention it was uh, co-working spaces. 
Yeah. You have any experience with those or? So I haven't spent a lot of time in a co-working space, but I know a couple of the people in our Facebook group actually have met through co-working spaces and wow. developed, you know, personal relationships. And that's resulted again in sharing clients, um, you know, being introduced to people who aren't a good fit for one. One of the writers that I know took maternity leave and started to refer, you know, some of the work that was coming to her, uh, to other writers in her co-workers co-working space. And so, yeah, I think that that can be a great way to get out and meet other people. The, uh, there's two other things I think that you get from a co-working space. One is usually it's not just writers. And so you may be able to connect with potential clients who are there doing their own thing. Um, and the second is that, you know, in a co-working space, um, you're just exposed to all kinds of different uh, environmental types of things. So it's a little bit like working in, in the coffee shop. You know, it's not as lonely. Uh, you know, you've got people you can stand at the water cooler and talk to about things that are outside of business or outside of writing, that kind of thing. But I think you do need to be a little bit careful that it can be a distraction. You know, it's definitely not the quiet, uh, you know, home office type thing. And so if you're not able to focus with a lot of things going on around you, it might not be the best fit. Yeah, and just for those listeners who may be asking themselves, like, what the heck's a co-working space? It's just a, uh, a, a space, an office space with uh, many offices that are shared by creative professionals. Uh, you may have a, an office that has a copywriter and a, and a freelance designer renting another office and an illustrator renting another office. And it's just a space where, uh, where uh, creative professionals can set up shop and work. They're all independent, but they work together in a, in a space. I recently did a copywriting workshop for a, a company that, that rented space in a co-working space. So I was there doing a copywriting workshop. So I, I, got, I got to see all these other people uh, working. And it is a really interesting atmosphere. It's a little bit like an ad agency, except it's not an ad agency, right? It's, yeah. it's that kind of environment, that kind of cool environment. Yeah, everybody's working on their own projects, but also in it together. It's, it can be a cool environment, like you say. That's right, that's right. Now, there's another type of community that's worth uh, plugging into as a uh, freelance copywriter, and that is, of course, we talked about community of our peers, but also the communities that are prospects and our clients yes. belong to. Did you want to uh, talk about that a little bit, Rob? Well, yeah. So it's great to connect with other writers, but ultimately, other than a few referrals that you're going to get from them, it's not going to result in business. And so if you have the opportunity to connect with people in the niche where you write, it can be a goldmine for providing help to them and also for finding clients. And again, you can find those people on Facebook groups, on LinkedIn. There are uh, in-person meetings likely in most large cities. It, lots of places where you can connect in with those groups and you become the writing resource for the people in that group. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, this, this has been my, my number one way over, over the years of, of attracting clients is, is focusing on a niche market, joining the professional or membership association in that industry and just becoming very well known, becoming known as the you know, copywriter guy for that, for that niche. Um, and professional associations uh, especially have, can give you a lot of opportunities to connect and network with people in that niche. Uh, you know, I, I know someone who joined the American Marketing Association, the Dallas uh, chapter. And in, in, within a couple of months, he was able to volunteer as the editor of their monthly newsletter. So almost right away, everybody knew him <laughs> because okay, he was yeah, the editor, editor of the newsletter. You know, there's the monthly meetings that, that he went to. Uh, one time he was able to 
to uh, volunteer to thank a speaker at the end of one of the meetings. And while thanking the speaker, he mentioned who he was, of course. And it just provides you with all kinds of opportunities to network and become known to uh, potential prospects and clients and players in, your, in the niche market that you're focusing on. You become yeah. an insider rather than an outsider. Exactly. And it, it's a long game. You know, you don't show up at yes. the first meeting and expect to get, you know, 10 assignments. You know, sometimes it takes a while to develop these relationships because you're really building trust. It, you know, it's not a sales relationship necessarily. It's not, you know, a, um, a partnership. You're just building trust that they know what you do. And eventually those uh, relationships will turn into business. Oh, yeah. I, I would say actually it's, you say long game. I, it's that's true. I, I think it probably takes about 18 months to two years before you start seeing any real payoff as far as leads. Maybe sooner, but you know, you need to think in that time frame. It's a long game. Uh, but do you want business two years from now? Yes. So start now, right? Exactly. You know, right. start, start now to, to, to build those relationships and network in your, in your niche market. And it's like a snowball. It'll, it'll go rolling down a hill. It'll start small, but at about 18 months or so, you'll become more well-known, more connected in that community and people will start talking about you and you'll, you'll start getting more word of mouth business. And you'll start getting more uh, leads and referrals. Yeah. I will add one other thing, Steve, yeah. and that is, you know, when you start connecting into these types of groups, your experience might be a lot like mine and, and you've probably had something similar where, you know, at, if you've been in a job or you've been in, you know, other groups that are sort of away from work, you look around and you know that you're the best writer there. Nobody else, you know, does, knows what you know, that kind of thing. But when you start connecting into these groups of writers, you start being surrounded by people that you look at and think, my goodness, these people are better at, you know, some, something that I don't know, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, content development, or maybe it's, you know, headline writing, or maybe it's something else, but you're not the smartest person in the room anymore. And that's a huge opportunity for learning and growth when, if you're willing to pay attention and ask for help and just, you know, take those opportunities to learn and develop your own skill set. Well, that's a very good point. Very good advice. Thank you very much, Rob. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we, uh, we conclude? No, I wouldn't. I mean, we, you know, we've talked about uh, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, there are all kinds of places to find these types of groups. And so just look around, you know, there are masterminds, you can find groups on Slack, you know, meetups in your own city, even listening to, you know, your podcast uh, is an, a way in a way to connect with other writers. And so just be creative about how you're trying to find other people in your community and go for it. Don't, you know, don't let yourself be held back because it's, you're not a networker, or you're an introvert. Just develop friendships and they will take you where you need to go in your business. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much, Rob, for your time today. Uh, our listeners really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. It's a pleasure being here. <laughs> Bye-bye. So the one thing I want you to take away from my interview with Rob Marsh is the importance of being involved in some communities, the importance of not being a hermit copywriter, getting out there and networking and and speaking with your peers and networking with people in your target audience. The more you do that, it not only benefits your business tremendously, but it also benefits your work life and well-being. So go, go ahead and get out there and plug into some of these communities. And just as a reminder, uh, B2B Writing Success has a terrific online community. It is uh, at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash b2b copywriters so hope you hopefully you can join if you're not joined already the b2b copywriters group on facebook one of the many great communities you can plug into 
So that's this week's B2B Writing Success. I hope you found it helpful. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week on the B2B Writing Success Podcast. I'm Steve Slonwhite. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.